0: announcement time, I wanted to remind y'all that in your bulletin, there should be one of these little, uh, like, bookmarker things. It's not a bookmarker, but it's a card for Friend Day, which is March 24th, and so y'all be sure to take one of these, easy way to invite a friend, and then you can tear off the end of it, so it'll remind you to pray for your friend as they come on the 24th. On the 24th, I I have a buddy of mine from the YMCA who's going to be joining me on that Sunday and uh, so uh, I, I want you guys to join with me, you get somebody to come with you, somebody to go to church somewhere, and I just think it'll be a great day for us. So that's March 24th. All right, now we are, we are continuing today our series on unshakable and talking about unshakable peace. And we are looking today in Psalm chapter 23, and we're going to be going through the first six verses, or the only six verses in that chapter, so we've been talking about Psalm 23 for the last two weeks. We're going to do it again today, and uh, so if you have your Bible, you can go ahead and turn there. And while you're turning there, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Uh, there was a young uh, young man in the Navy, and he was just completing his first overseas cruise. And so the captain of the ship told him he could get the ship ready to go out of port and so he was running around, he was getting everybody, everybody on task, on assignment, trying to get them out of port as soon as possible, and he was doing it in record time. Everybody was impressed with him, and that ship pulled out of port, and uh, he was not surprised when another, another ensign came up to him and said, I have a message from the captain. Uh, but he was a little surprised when he saw that it was a written message, and here's what it said said, my personal congratulations upon completing your underway preparation exercise, according to the book, and with amazing speed. In your haste, however, you've overlooked one of the unwritten rules. Make sure the captain is aboard before getting underway. And I I thought about that, and I thought, you know, I think oftentimes, a lot of us, we get so in a hurry in life, trying to get things done, trying to do things in record time, that a lot of times, we forget in life to make sure that Jesus is on board. And so I thought that was sort of appropriate since we're looking at the 23rd Psalm. And in the 23rd Psalm, basically what we are seeing is a story of a lifelong journey. And in this lifelong journey, one of the things that you discover is that if you're going to go through life and live it successfully, you need somebody to give you guidance. Now, whenever you hear the 23rd Psalm, what what is the one verse in the 23rd Psalm where you immediately know, oh, that's the 23rd Psalm? The Lord is my shepherd. And so what that indicates, it says the Lord is my shepherd, that indicates that you and I are sheep. If If we're followers of Jesus, we are sheep. Therefore, what we need is we need someone who's going to guide us. Now, I know sometimes in my own life, I think, well, I don't need anybody to guide me. You know, I got this thing figured out. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And anytime I begin to feel that way, I am reminded of Proverbs 14, 12, which tells me, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. Isaiah 53, 6 says, we all went astray like sheep. We all have turned to our own way. Now, that there's a couple of things that as, I, as I go through this journey of life that I'm recognizing about people, and I recognize that people in general, they, they want to be in charge. You know, people in general, we want to have control, but whenever we get it, I am figuring out that when we have control and we're in charge of everything, that a whole lot of us, we end up lost. We, we end up messed up. And so that's why we need a guide. And whenever you have a guide, when the Lord is your shepherd, one of the things that you will find out is that God will give you peace. And so that's why our series this month has been called Unshakable Peace. And you might be wondering, well, how in the world, if God is my guide, can I receive peace in my life? Well, that's why we're going to look in the 23rd Psalm. And it's interesting to me that, that David wrote this psalm when he was the king of Israel. Now, my thought is if I'm king, I don't need to receive guidance from anybody. You know, if I'm king, I'm the one that's giving out orders. I'm the one that's telling people what to do. And yet David understood that regardless of what place you hold in life, you need help. You need somebody to direct you in your living. And so today we're going to see a few things about how God's guidance results in peace in your life. Now, So how does that happen? Well, the first thing that I see in how God's guidance can bring peace is this. If you go to verse number one, you'll discover that God provides. And you can discover peace in your life whenever God is your shepherd because one thing that he will do in your life is he'll provide for you. In verse number one, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I lack. Or other versions say, There is nothing I shall want. Now, I want to start off by saying this. If you desire for there to be peace in your life, where it begins is in verse number one. It begins, if you want peace, it begins with you asking the Lord to be your shepherd. Because I believe this. I believe that when God created people, that he created every person with a void in their lives that only he can fill. And you can try to fill that void with, with the stuff in your life that you think will make you happy. And some of it can be good stuff, some of it can be bad stuff. I've seen people who tried to fill that void in their life to have peace. They, they fill it with you know with material things or they they fill it with with drugs or or bad relationships. And I've seen other people who try to fill it with their work. Or they try to fill it with you know with their children. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with your children or with your work, but if you're looking for those things to bring you peace in your life It's not going to satisfy. And the reason why is because the stuff of this world doesn't last. It is all temporary. And I believe one of the things that God has put in the heart of every person is a desire for eternity. We all long for eternity. As a matter of fact, Ecclesiastes 3.11 says God has set eternity in the hearts of men. So very simply put, if you're looking for peace, you're only going to find it in God. And God gives you that peace by guiding you. So what does God do? Well, he starts off verse number one, says, the Lord is my shepherd. Now, real simple. What is the job of a shepherd? What's he do? Takes care of sheep, right? And he takes care of sheep, and if he's a good shepherd, he doesn't just take care of sheep to get a paycheck. He takes care of sheep because he he cares about them. You know, a shepherd is with his sheep almost 24 hours a day. He's with them all of the time. He wants them to do well and to survive. Well, God is the same way with his people. God desires for his people to do well in life. And as you read through Scripture, one of the things that's very easy to find out is that that God loves people, and he cares about us, and he wants to work through us so that we can be a blessing to other people. But, But here's what's really interesting to me. Whenever he is your shepherd, then according to David, there will not be anything in your life that you will lack. And that's because of who the shepherd is. It's the Lord. You will always have all that you need in life when God's your shepherd. Philippians 4.19 says, my God will supply, it says, all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You know what are some of the things that that God never runs out of? Did you know that for you, God's love for you will never run out? Did you know that for you, God's forgiveness for you will never run out? His ability to bring you deliverance will never run out. He always provides. Um, now, I'm not, I am not, obviously I'm not a doctor, uh, but I've, I've figured out a couple of things. This is one of the things I've learned. I've learned that there are different blood types. Did you all know that? It's not just red. And so there's uh, blood types. There's uh, a uh, you know, type A blood, type B blood, type AB blood, type O. Now, you want to know this, so if you don't know your blood type, you need to figure it out, because if you ever need a blood transfusion, and hopefully you won't, but if you need one, you want to make sure that you're receiving blood that is similar to yours. Otherwise, if you get a different type, then it can, cause, uh, it can cause blood clots, which can lead to your death, so it's really important that you have the right blood type, but I, I learned in the first service today that there is a blood type called O negative. It is the universal donor blood. And so it doesn't matter what type of blood that you have, if you need a transfusion and if you have somebody who has O negative, then they can give you that blood and it will work for your body. And so what's the point of saying all of this? Well, there is one and it's this, God is the universal donor. And no matter what need you have, no matter what type of person you are, whenever God gives to you, it is all you need. It is enough. It will give you life and strength. So you may say, Well, how can I have peace? Well, guidance from God can bring you peace because because of who God is. He provides. God provides, but not only does God provide, His guidance can give you peace also because God knows where He's going. And that's one thing I'm really grateful about. God knows where He's going. Look at verse number two. It says, He lets me lie down in green pastures, He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Now, to me, there's not a whole lot more frustrating than when I have to go somewhere for an appointment, but I don't know how to get there. You know, and if you ever use one of those apps, you know, I think sometimes it would be good if we just went back to the old-fashioned maps, but you can type in an address sometimes, and it just I mean—it doesn't send you to the right place. But don't you all love that when that happens? I mean, I'm so close to, you know, becoming a Methodist, you know, whenever that happens to me. And so, you know, and I'm sitting there and I get really frustrated when I don't have the right directions. But did you know that doesn't happen with God? Did you know God always knows where to go? He's got directions everywhere. And we see this if you look in verse number 2. Okay, he's our shepherd, but here's what he does. He lets me lie down in green pastures and it says, he leads me beside Quiet waters. Now, to to do that means the shepherd has to know where he's going. Now, so what's the big deal about going to green pastures? Well, it's the Middle East. The Middle East is a, a very arid country. And if you're a sheep, you're an herbivore. You know, they, they have to eat grass. And so if they ever run out of grass, they better be following somebody who knows how to get them to a different patch of grass so that they, so that they can survive. Well, what does God do? He, he leads you to so much grass that so you don't just have to eat it. He says there's so much grass, you get to lie down and rest in it. That's plenty. And then not only does he lead you there, but it says that he will lead you to quiet waters. Now, obviously, you have to have water to be able to survive. And again, you know, Israel is not known for just having a ton of fresh water. And for a shepherd, if a shepherd is going to find fresh water for his sheep, he better know where it is or the sheep are going to die. But whenever I look into our scripture, what does God do? Well, it says that God, he's able to lead you to so much food you can lie down in it and rest. He's able to lead you to not just water, just any kind of water. It says He will lead you beside quiet waters. And for sheep, that was important. Sheep are are, the nervous animals. And so if there's water that is splashing down, they won't drink from it. Not only that, but if the water's splashing a lot, I said this last week, the water can splash onto their wool and it'll weigh them down and they get top-heavy like weebles, except for they do fall down. And they will fall into the water, and they can actually drown. And so the shepherd wants to lead his sheep into a place where he's going to be sustained, where he's going to be able to have life. And so I I never mind following someone who knows where they're going. Do you? And it's so much easier to follow someone if they know where they're going because you know you're going to arrive where you want to go. But have you ever followed someone that has no clue where they're going? Isn't that fun? You're just driving around. You're sitting there going, "Please just pull over and ask somebody," and they just keep on driving, and it's and it's frustrating. And you think, "How long is this going to last?" I, I saw this story on CBS News, and a lady had gone on a trip to Iceland. Now, apparently, this has become an apparently a big destination spot. And so, she was on a tour bus in Iceland, and uh, when she was on the bus, she got off the bus because they'd been on there for a while, and she wanted to change clothes. She ran into the bathroom, changed clothes, came back on the bus. But when people started looking around, they didn't recognize her because she changed clothes. And they thought somebody was missing. And so they told, uh, they told the tour host that somebody was missing on the bus. And, and then the police got involved and they described the lady. They said she's Asian. She was wearing these kinds of clothes. She speaks really good English and we can't find her. Well, the lady who had changed clothes, she didn't recognize the description of herself. So she gets up and she's looking for herself. And she's walking around and they're, they're trying to find this lady. They can't find her. Helicopters are flying in. And uh, finally, somebody on the tour recognized her, and they were able to call off the uh, call off the search. The chief of police, whenever he found out about this, it was kind of interesting. He said uh, the woman seemingly didn't recognize the description of herself, so she assisted everybody else in searching for herself. Um, hours later, uh, can you? Uh, for hours they searched. Said hours later, the woman simply who simply didn't recognize the description of herself. And she had no idea that she was missing. All right, now now a lot of us have a similar problem. Uh, The Bible describes us as spiritually lost, and yet we don't recognize it. We don't recognize that we are people who are lost, and we are hungry, and we are thirsty, and God is saying, you follow me, and I will lead you into green pastures, and I'll lead you to quiet waters you'll have peace the Lord's a shepherd you can have peace his guidance brings peace because God provides he knows where he's going His third one his guidance can bring peace into your life because God protects verse number four says and even when I go through the darkest valley I fear no danger for you're with me your rod and your staff they comfort me you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Now, I like the first part of the 23rd Psalm. It says, he makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside quiet waters. Now, I like that. You know, plenty to eat, plenty to drink. And then David, though, he throws in verse 4, and the, you know, the way... I've learned it, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Now, I'm thinking this, if the Lord's my shepherd, what am I walking here for? I'm walking to, I, I, there should not be valleys of death for anybody who's following Jesus. And so I, I like the first part, and I get to verse 4, and I think, why is that here? Well, here's the deal, the Bible's very honest. The Bible says every person is going to face death. Hebrews 9.27 says, it is appointed unto man once to die and then to face the judgment. Uh, 1 Peter 4.12 says, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which await you. Jesus himself said in John 16.33, in this world, Jesus said, and he's speaking to followers, he said, you will have trouble. Now, I don't like those verses. like These are not positive. You know, like the ones where I'm going to be well fed and I'm going to be able to drink a whole lot. I'm going to be good. Everything's good. And then he starts talking about death here. Now you have to remember the context of the verse. It, it, is the, it is a picture of God is the shepherd and we are the sheep. What is the shepherd doing? He's taking care of the sheep. Where is he leading them? He's leading them to places to eat, places to drink, places where they're going to be satisfied. But Israel is a, it's a very arid country, so the grass isn't green everywhere. And so once the sheep eat all of the grass in one place, a shepherd loads up the sheep and they start walking to another place. They walk through arid land, and dry land. That's oftentimes when the predators will see them on the move and they are ready to come after and to pounce on the sheep. But if you have a shepherd, he's watching out for you. So why David said, when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I will fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with him. See, the sheep were not on their own in those situations. Matter of fact, what is a shepherd, according to our verse, what's the shepherd carrying with him as he's with the sheep? It's a rod and a staff. Now, in my mind, rod, I'm thinking fishing rod. That's not what it's talking about. He's carrying with him a rod. It's basically, it is a weapon. And he was an expert at throwing that thing like a spear and he would throw it at the enemies of the sheep in order to hit them and scare them off. He had a staff that had a crook in it, and he was able to grab the sheep and pull them out of danger. Therefore, David said, when I'm walking with the Lord, he will protect me. He will pull me out of danger. You know, you might be a little bit skeptical like I am sometimes and think, what if God forgets me? What if he does that just for his favorite sheep, but I get off on my own? God doesn't forget his sheep. Jesus said in John ten 14, I'm the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me. Now, you could say, well, if the Lord knows me so well, if he is my shepherd, then let me ask you a question. Why am I hurting? And why, why am I sick? Why have I had a spouse who's betrayed me? And those are good questions. And I wish that I had an answer that would be pleasing to you that you would go, oh, well, that makes sense. I don't don't know what to say sometimes. There's some things that happen in life and I don't have a clue as to why they happen. But what I do is I look back in Scripture. Let me tell you something. If you are in the dark valley right now, let me tell you something about what God says. Isaiah 43.2, this is God. It says, when you pass through the waters, God says, I'll be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep you over. When you walk through the fire," You will not be burned, and the flames will not set you ablaze. The Lord has promised he will never leave nor forsake his sheep. And whenever we are wounded, one of the things it tells us is that he will anoint our head with oil. Now, now what what does that mean? Again, it's 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 sheep and shepherd. You know, one of the things that, that shepherds would do in order to soothe the animal, the, the the sheep, sheep are very skittish animals, and they're nervous, and so he would use oil in order to comfort them. It was also like a medicine. He put it on their heads. But not only that, that oil was used as a repellent. See, flies are can, can get out of hand in the Middle East with the sheep, And the sheep, when the flies begin to buzz around them, they don't have long tails that they can use to whip up and knock the flies off of them. They have these short little stubby tails, so they can't do that. They can't get on their hind legs and lift their leg up and scratch the flies off because they have little squatty legs. It's like God made the perfect animal that can't do anything so what do they need? They need a shepherd. So what does a shepherd do? Well, a shepherd would get oil, and he would rub it all over the head of the sheep, and he would rub it into his, into his nose because those flies like to fly into their nose and lay eggs. And so he put that oil on them in order to serve as a repellent to keep the flies off. And so God says, I, I anoint your head with oil. And I started thinking of, for, for us today, did you know that the word of God is like the oil that God anoints on our head? And that whenever we are discouraged, whenever we have things that are pestering us, that we can look into God's word and see the promises that he gives us people. It's like a repellent, and whatever Satan is all over us, and we don't feel like we are worthy, we can look into God's word and, and find out that when we belong to God, we belong to him forever. And so that's why David said, When I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I won't fear evil because God's with me. See, God's guidance provides you with peace. God provides. He knows where he's going. He protects. And here's the last one. He brings peace because God, you know what he's going to do as your shepherd? He's going to lead you home. He's going to bring you home. Verse number six. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Now, I don't know how many of you are dancers or enjoy dancing, Um, But, uh, and you might think, if I'm going to be a good dancer, then that means that, you know, I have to be able to, you know, to keep, I have to have some rhythm, keep the beat, you know, and there's no doubt, that's important. Uh, You might think, well, if I'm going to be a good dancer, I need to be kind of nimble, be kind of athletic, and those things are important. But, you know, if you're going to have a dance partner, you know what the most important thing is? That you know who's leading, and you know who's following because if both of them come together and they try to act independently of one another, if both of them try to lead or both of them try to follow, it's, it's not, it's not going to be a good dance. So, so who, is, who is the Lord? He is our shepherd, and what does he do? He leads. And if we're going to dance well with him, we need to follow. Follow his leadership. You know, you, you know why we want to follow him? Did you know that the Lord, he wants to lead because he wants to lead you home? He wants to lead you home so badly that if you look again in verse number 6, he says his faithful love and his goodness will pursue you. That word pursue, it means to hunt. It means to hound. You know, I, think, I think of a bloodhound. When he gets on your scent, he is coming after you. Now, he's not coming after you in order to destroy you. He's coming after you in order to love you and to bring you home. Now, where's home? Where does he want to take us? Jesus told us, John 14, 1 through 3, says, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If not, I would have told you, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. God is preparing a place for his sheep, and he wants to bring you there. And I said, Why would I want to go there? It's, It's a beautiful place. You know, Psalm 21, or Revelation 21, tells us that it's got streets of gold. That's just the common stuff. It tells us that all the junk and the garbage of this world will not exist there. Revelation 21, 3 through 5. says, look, God's dwelling is with humanity, and he'll live with them, and they'll be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And I love this part. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death. Y'all, in heaven, death will no longer exist. Grief, crying, and pain will exist no longer because the previous things have passed away. Now, is that stuff true? Well, the writer, listen to what he said. He said, I am making everything new. Write these things down because these words are faithful and true. You want peace? Yeah, you know, peace is something we all look for. It's elusive. In thirty-four hundred years of of uh, written history, did you know there's only been two hundred and sixty-eight years of world peace? Eight percent of the time, there's peace. Y'all, peace is elusive. But when the Lord is your shepherd and He is guiding you, there's peace. You can have peace. See, God's guidance brings peace because God provides, he knows where he's going, God protects, and God will lead you home. You want peace? If you're you're one of God's sheep, you have it available to you. And my encouragement to you is if you are struggling with having peace, read the 23rd Psalm. Take it in, follow him, trust him. For others of you, you don't have peace because of verse number one, because the Lord is not your shepherd, but he can be. And so what I'd like for us to do as we close our service, why don't you just bow your head with me and, and close your eyes, and you might be some of you today and say, I would like for Jesus to be my shepherd. Then I just want to encourage you to pray this prayer to the Lord and just simply tell him, say, Jesus, I believe you are the shepherd. You are the good shepherd. And I'm asking you to forgive me of my sin. And I will quit living for me. And Jesus, I will follow you. I believe that you lived and that you died and that you rose from the grave. And I'm trusting you today. With our heads bowed and our eyes closed, there might be some of you who prayed that prayer. And if you did, I I just want to encourage you, let, let us know. And you can take your bulletin and fill out that contact form that's in there. Put your name on it. Check that line. says, I commit my life to Christ. You tear that out. Love ushers at the back holding a basket. Just drop that slip of paper in there. And we'll get you some information in the mail about growing in a walk with God. Notice God wants to be your shepherd because he wants you to have peace. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God, that you want the best for us. And, Lord, I thank you that even even when we walk through the dark valleys of the shadow of death, God, God, we we don't have to fear because you're with us. Lord, I pray that that thought, that those words from you will give us peace. And I pray this in Christ's name.